Where do we start this? And the answer doesn't matter. We're having a good time. Right. <laughs> he couldn't wait to get in here. You need sales balls to make sales calls. Sure. I'm tweeting that puppy. <laughs> okay. Welcome to the Sell or Die podcast. We're your hosts, Jeffrey and Jen Gittimer. I'm the author of The Little Red Book of Selling and 15 other best-selling books and the creator of the seven-figure sales formula program. I grew up in Philadelphia, sold in New York City, but was smart enough to move to Charlotte, North Carolina. And I'm the author of Sales in the New York Minute and creator of Breakthrough Business Babe Community. Fun fact, I'm obsessed with our dogs and consider them humans. If you have a dog, you know exactly what I'm talking about. Sell or Die is for sales professionals, salespeople, sales managers, entrepreneurs, and business owners who want to sell more at full price, earn loyalty, and have an unlimited stream of referrals. Every single episode is going to give you real-world, easy-to-implement solutions so that you can get your calls returned, your proposals read and acted on, all while creating relationships that you can take all the way to the bank. It's time to sell or die. And we're back. Today's episode is all about asking the right questions that lead to the answer, AKA the The sale. sale. (laughs) It never ceases to amaze me how many salespeople there are that ask the dumbest questions on the planet. And you've probably heard them all when you go shopping to buy something. You go shopping for a car and the car salesperson says, are you looking for a new car today? (laughs) Like, no, I'm here for my hair transplant. What do you think I'm doing? I got a car. I want a different one. I'm at your dealership. That's how you welcome me? By asking me a stupid question? Or you walk into a clothing store and they say, can I help you? Can I help you with something today? No, I'm just looking. (laughs) So I guess the challenge is, what can you ask somebody that gets them engaged? So for example, if you walk into a clothing store, I would say, hi, Um, you know, most people who come in here are just looking. And I was wondering if you were just looking for business or casual. (laughs) Now I know where to direct them. Yeah. Hey, let me show you what just came in. Now, now I have something as opposed to, can I help you? Now I'm just looking. (laughs) Are you checking in? No, I'm, what do you think I'm doing? I, I have a bag. I'm, I'm ready to get into my room. I'm tired. And those people would think they're not even selling. They would just think, oh, I'm the front desk person. <laughs> I, don't, I don't make sales. No, I'm just the front desk oh, person. Yeah. And what they do is they set the wrong tone for whatever the transaction is going to be. It's not a happy tone. Or future sales. Right. Okay, so Jeffrey, you have this baller 7.5 questioning success strategy And I think, because I know you give all 7.5 away in the Insiders Club, but let's give like three or four 
of the 7.5 questioning success strategies to our diehard. Okay, let's let's give that right now. What do you think? Sure. Okay, so. Ask a question that makes the prospect evaluate new information. Give me an example. Tell me about the last time you bought a car. Ooh. Now I have to think about it. Exactly. It makes me like stop and think. Exactly. And they're evaluating because they may never have thought about the last time they bought a car. They may never have thought about the last time they went on a vacation. They may never, you know, there's, I want to make the prospect stop and think and consider new information. What about asking a question about separating you from other people? You know, if I walk into a clothing store, do you want to, do you want to see the latest fashion or are you really just looking to get a sport jacket? A lot of people think when you're doing that, that they would be comparing you to the latest fashion, but you're, you're stating something different than comparison. So what, what's the distinction there? Well, I think that there's an ability for every person to get what they want. And the salesperson has to extract information that leads to what the prospect really wants. If you can find that out, you can win. And if you can't find that out, you can't win. But it's up to the salesperson to be energetic about it. It's up to the salesperson to be enthusiastic about it so they can get to that person. Like, I got to show you what just came in. It's so cool. All right, I'll take a look. (laughs) All right. What are other question strategies people can use? Well, the simplest one stems from the sales philosophy of people don't like to be sold, but they love to buy. And... I'm trying to create a buying atmosphere within the framework of the questions that are being asked. So let's go back to the car. And if I'm the car salesperson, I'm going to say, hey, listen, we hardly know each other. But to help me understand you better, could you pick out the one car in this place that you're really looking for? The one car that really moves you, motivates you. And I have a surprise if you pick the right one. (laughs) Okay, cool. So they pick a car and you say, well, let's take it for a drive. Oh, you didn't tell me that part. Now we're really engaged. Now we're really involved. So I'm going to try to create some kind of tacit approval. I'm going to try to get the person involved in the process. And I'm going to try to show them something that they want. Think about that and the power of that. Involvement, something that they want. And to make sure that there's some kind of fun involved. I love that. And it makes it sound so easy, yet so many people aren't doing it. Because you show up as a buyer and you can hear the stupidity of some people's questions in retail. And I want you to really diehard reassess what are the questions you're asking every single time you're talking to a customer? And is that question something that moves the sale forward or is just trying to like make conversation because you feel awkward and really is one of those questions that would make you roll your eyes if you were asked? Who are you buying from right now? Uh (laughs) Uh-huh. How are they treating you? Uh Uh-huh. Do you have a contract with them? Uh Uh-huh. When does that contract expire? Uh Uh-huh. Can I bid on that business? Because I think we could save you some money. 
Okay, so let's pretend. Let's let's do some some examples here. I'm a life insurance agent. Okay. Okay, and a, a, some some life insurance agents might ask, "What type of life insurance do you have?" Okay. Me, give me the better question for that, Mr. Jones. Everybody hates insurance. Any argument? Nope. Mr. Jones, everybody needs insurance. Argument? Agreed. But this is what I found in my experience. Most people who have it have the wrong stuff. Mm-hmm. Now, I don't know if I can help you or not, but if you show me what you have, and I think I can help you, I'll tell you. And if I don't think I can help you, I'll tell you that too. Fair enough? Oh, yeah. Good. Now, there's some other examples of life insurance that are a little bit more, let's just say they're deeper. So, for example, Mr. Jones, if, you're, if your husband passed away, how would you make the house payments? How would your kids go to college? Oh, my God. Yeah, now you're really making the person think. I mean, you're like, going It's like deep. an oh, shit moment. Okay, I'm going to give you another bad one, and you're going to give me a good one, okay? All right. Bad one. Uh, I sell phones. Uh, Jeffrey, do you have a smartphone? I do have a smartphone. It is the smartest phone I've ever owned. Well, that didn't get me to my sale. What would be a better question? Mr. Jones, I know three things about smartphones that most people don't know. Would you mind if I took a moment to show you? (laughs) No, go for it. I can make your smartphone even smarter. I don't need your passcode. I don't need your login. All I need is your permission to show you a couple of things. And I promise you two things. Number one, you will love them. And number two, you will smile. Okay. Boom. How am I going to say no to that? (laughs) I love that. Okay. Uh, Jeffrey, do you have a Wi-Fi service? Yes, I do. And it blows. (laughs) It does at the beach. Okay, what would be a better question if I was trying to sell you Wi-Fi service? Would you mind if I took a moment to measure the pathetic speed of your upload? (laughs) No, No, please please, do. Please, I'm begging you. Please do it. Oh, man. I love that. Yeah, so... Okay, you guys, you get now, right? We've given you some tangible examples of how to put these into play. We're having fun with them. Can you tell, like, when Jeffrey is asking the better questions, he's having a blast. Right. And it makes me, as the potential buyer, want to respond and, and say, tell me more. What? I'm, like, sitting there. I'm on the edge of my feet. Like, what, what else? What else? Even if you go to a restaurant and the waitress or the waiter comes over and says, can I help you? I will say, hey, what are the three most popular items on the menu? And they'll go, oh, this, this, and this. And I go, oh, I don't like any of them. What else do you got? But I'm engaging them. I'm asking them for their opinion. I'm trying to create dialogue for them that will generate interest. And maybe I will be interested in, in one or two of them. Tell me a little bit more about this one. And so your job... As a salesperson, as a a diehard professional, is to make certain that you dig a little deeper into the questioning process to engage the other person in a way where they become interested in what it is that you're talking to them about. That's the whole secret. It is engagement. It is gaining interest. 
It is creating dialogue. It is creating some kind of conversation that takes it deeper to a point where the customer is willing to say yes or show me more. For me, when I started networking, I realized that I'm I'm very introverted and somewhat shy. And by asking questions, I was able to engage people because people love talking about themselves. Have you ever noticed that? Like someone who was here the other day was saying how this other person was talking his head off for over an hour. I'm like, oh, so you guys are like best friends now. He's like, yeah, well, he didn't ask me one question about me. me right. I'm like, oh yeah, well, so then he thinks he's your best friend. You just don't think you're his best friend. But but here's the thing. When your customer gets to talk your head off and tell them all about, tell you all about them, all of a sudden they think you're their favorite salesperson. You're their best friend. And so what I realized pretty quickly in networking, when I was in rooms of a hundred plus people and, and trying to get to know them, I didn't have to say anything about me. People thought I was the greatest uh, sales trainer in that room mm -hmm. because I made friends by asking about them. I got to know them. I got to hear what they needed. I got to guide the conversation. And then obviously I would give some strategies and thoughts and ideas that, that would like blow their minds off. But the only way I was able to do that was by asking questions and by keeping control of the conversation through asking questions. So Diarch, we just gave you a pretty in-depth lesson of the process of asking the question and you have to be able to ask it in a way that generates a response that's not confrontational, that doesn't offend the other person in any way, but gives you real information that you can create dialogue from. That's the assignment. You can do it. One more thing. It's not just asking questions. It's asking the right questions, the smart questions. A sale is made or lost based on the questions that you ask. If you aren't making enough sales and you want to start making more sales, well, start by evaluating the specific wording of the questions that you're asking. Your answers are in your questions. Questions unlock sales. <laughs> Boom. Hey. That is so baller. That is like mic drop. Oh, my goodness. Okay. Until next time, I'm Jen Gittimer. I'm Jeffrey Gittimer. Get out there and ask something, even if your ask falls off. <laughs> Thank you so much for listening to Sell or Die. We hope that this episode has helped you transform the way you think, given you new ideas, and provided you a new perspective on the sales and business challenges that you face every day. So you can get out there and win the customer all the way to the bank. If you enjoyed this episode, please take a second to rate and review. Each review helps us help more people just like you make a difference in this world. Don't forget to take a screenshot, share it in your Instagram stories and tag us at Jeffrey Gittimer and at Jen Gittimer. See, See you, you next, next week. week.